Good day and welcome to the ICT for Teaching in Senior and FAT Phase 2021. This podcast for this week is about using videos in a classroom. The members in our group is Mishka Mohammed from Cape Town who will be discussing topic number one, the lightning in the venue. Wasim Gada from Cape Town who will be discussing topic number two, space size of a screen in relation in the area. Ayub Abbas from Cape Town will be discussing topic number three, the screen, uh, for example, the image, the size, the sound, the speed, and etc. I'm Alexi Boor and I will be discussing topic number four, using a video in your classroom. Hi there, my name is Mishka and I am from Cape Town. In this podcast, we are discussing videos in a teaching situation and I will be taking a closer look at the lighting of the classroom. Videos provide a great source of class engagement, brain stimulation and excitement towards learning. When wanting to implement videos in the classroom, it is vital to make sure that the classroom lighting is in order. According to Josh Ulofemi, a light in a classroom scene can be broken down into sections, including foreground, background and the middle, and the amount of light will be determined by the positioning of the class and how much natural light enters the room. The venue needs to be a bit darker than usual to enhance the light of the video. This can be achieved by dimming the lights in the classroom or switching off all the front lights and having a light or two on in the back of the class. Additionally, there can be minimal light through a lampshade on the teacher's desk. This will allow for the room to not be in complete darkness. Another sustainable way will be to switch off all the lights and to have a candle lit by the teacher's desk so she is still able to overlook and supervise during the lesson. To block some light in the classroom for the video session, the windows can be covered with newspaper or close the curtains or blinds if the classes are already fitted with these. One needs to make sure that the lighting and the quality of the video is good once enhanced on a projector or video player and it will not be blurry as this can easily allow the student to lose focus. Lastly, to make sure to test the lighting of the room before the video session, as it is always great to be prepared. Up next is Wasim Gada, and he will be discussing the space and the size of the screen in relation to the area. Thank you. Thanks, Mishka, for covering topic number one. Hi, I'm Wasim and I'll be covering topic number two, space and size of screen in relation to area. Size of screen is very important when watching a video. Each student must be able to see the video without putting strain on their eyes. Students who have trouble seeing near or far should be moved to a place in the classroom which best suits their eyesight. A projector is one of the best equipments for video watching in classrooms. Projectors are flexible, meaning you can adjust the size of the screen up to 100 inches. More advanced projectors can be performed in broad daylight with super high color brightness. 
and are much easier to move around due to its size. Here are some tips for maximizing the use of a projector in classrooms. The bottom of the screen must be no lower than 1.2 meters off the ground. The minimum distance between the first row of students and the screen must be at least double the height of the screen. The minimum screen width must be the same as the distance between the closest student and the screen. The maximum horizontal viewing angle must be no higher than 45 degrees. The maximum horizontal viewing angle must be no higher than 30 degrees. Thank you for listening. Ayub will now be speaking about topic number three. All right. Thank you to Wasim and Mishka. And to the rest of us, a good day. As Wasim mentioned, I am Ayub. And in today's podcast of using videos, I'll be speaking about the screen the video will be playing on. We will be including images and image sizes used throughout the video, as well as the sound and speed of these videos. Firstly, it's important that the screen the video will be playing on is big enough for the entire classroom to see clearly. If the screen is not big enough or if it is not possible, then try using a projector with a white background is encouraged. Next, the number of images on the screen at any given time should be limited, especially in the case of cartoons, so as to not distract the student's attention from where it is actually needed or required. The sizes of these images need to be large enough as well as eye-catching or colorful to stimulate interaction between the teacher and his or her students. It is advised that if there is background sound or music, that the sound be faint and mellow in order to avoid diverting the learner's attention from the content of the video. Lastly, the speed of the dialogue or lecture needs to be at a comfortable speed, not too slow or the students will lose interest quickly, and then not too fast because there might be important details which they may miss. Now as a teacher, Contact learning time is very important, requiring the teacher to replay the video many times for whatever reason will waste valuable classroom and learning time. Now next up we have Alexi will be talking us through how she would use a video in the classroom for teaching. Good day, I'm Alexi and today I will be discussing topic number four. Using a video in class is a non-traditional style of learning which saves hours of teaching so that you can be more productive. It is a more engaging way which allows students to learn at their own pace. The nine events of instruction. One, it is important to get the attention of the students so that they can focus in class and you can do this by using icebreakers. Two, Tell them the goal of the subject so that they know the outcome. For example, describing the criteria. Three, recall the previous learning to refresh their memory. And you can do this by asking questions about the previous work. Four, present the lecturer for the children to learn the new work by using media engagement. 
Five, provide guidance. Use methods on how to learn the subject. For example, a case study. Six, use practical performance to better their understanding of the work. And you can do this by testing in a way so that they can demonstrate the work. Seven, provide feedback so they know what the right answer is. And you can do this by informing them on what they were supposed to do. Eight, mark the performance to assess if they know the work. And you can do this by using a pre and a post test. Nine, better the retention and transfer so students can remember the work. Thank you very much. That concludes our second episode of Making a Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast about using videos in the classroom. Until next time.